What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the HGO podcast, where it's E3. So we're all hyped as hell because everything's happened. Wow, can you believe it? What a great Bethesda conference. I mean, we haven't seen it because we're pre-recording it, but what a great E3. Uh, welcome Man, back. I can't can believe you? Square Enix announced the cool thing. Can you I'm believe so proud it? of them. I can't believe it. But no, welcome back uh, to the HGO podcast. I'm Ethan. As we're, with me, as always, is the boys, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys. You doing all right? I'm doing swell. But no, um, we're coming off the hype of E3 because fuck all's happened, like, genuinely. Like, uh, (laughs) I want to do a big hype intro because the only things we've seen are the fucking (laughs) Jeff Keighley Summer Game Fest, which was that bad that I recorded a reaction that's never going up. Uh, (laughs) Ethan was the only one there. The Koch Media event that was so bad that I think everybody cried that watched it. Like, I just remember fucking kind of funny people genuinely just started, like, crying with laughter after it was over because they literally all... It just had a fucking JPEG that said stream <laughs> over left. and they were just laughing okay. at it. Earlier today, when I took my shower, I left their reactions on as, like, background noise. Mm-hmm. And I listened to them go... I listened to them talk about what Greg was going to name his kid for an entire conversation mm-hmm. and if they were still on just the developer of the game talking about whatever it was yeah it sounded about right. on yet <laughs> everyone everyone was just running away that was my uh, favorite part it was like i think greg just left for 20 minutes and then came back and was just like yeah hi and just stuff like that like it was a terrible event <laughs> um and then uh the ubisoft thing happened and they announced mario and rabbids and that was about it but now welcome back we're not here to talk about e3 Avatar this week game. Rapid um, Rosalina now exists. Do with yeah. that what you will. More importantly, Rabid Luma exists. Whatever the fuck that is, that thing's glorious. An that abomination. Thing is, that thing is glorious. Like honestly, when I saw that, I was I could see how angry that would make people. I was like, that's perfect. That's brilliant. Uh, but no, we're not here to talk about E3. We're going to talk about that next week because, like we said, we're recording this Saturday night. We've not seen Bethesda. We've not seen Xbox. We've not seen Square. We've not seen Nintendo. We're here to talk about game releases. We're here to talk about mainly. Two games, Guilty Gear, Strive, and Rack, Attack, Rift Apart. Um, oh, you, oh, you've inverted it. Dirty. Look at Hunter with a fancy box. Yeah, I mean, I it's have a, a... cool. It's a really cool picture, too. Where is it? I can't reach. I can't reach. It's too high up on the shelf. Ethan, what happened to not moving for an hour? Well, we've already <laughs> fucked that, haven't we? Uh, no, I've got it. There we go. Uh, my third PS5 game. So we've got plenty to talk about here on HGO. Uh, welcome back. If you're new here, we're not usually this hectic at the start, but we're here to talk about yes, everything that's are. hot in the world of gaming. Uh, rate us on podcasts, like this video, blah, blah, blah. Subscribe on YouTube. We're nearly at 100. We've had a boost recently. People have found our channel. Thank you for finding us. And thank you for subscribing yes, and liking and all that. Hunter did a review of Returnal that I edited that went up last Friday. And a lot of you have watched it, so thank you for that. If you could go and yeah, give it a bit of support. Yeah, got a huge surge today. <laughs> yeah, for... Genuinely shocking. I went to bed last night and had 11, and now well, it, it was really like bad. Yeah, It was really bad, because it was like, in the first hour, it had like three views, and I was like, I was one of them. And I'm like, that's bad. And then I went to sleep, and then, like, yeah, like 30-odd other people had just shown up and watched it. So it was nice. Thank you. Please continue to support that video. <laughs> it took um, me a few hours to watch it, because normally I was like, oh... <laughs> Normally, I'm just like, oh, I already know what happens because I made it. So I just did it. But then I'm like, oh, wait, Ethan edited this. Yeah, I did. Um, I guess I better look. But no, that was fun. We'll also probably have reactions for Bethesda, Xbox, and Square up if they're good. Because um, I'm not just putting shit out. Um, so there we go. We'll see. Anyway, 
Thank you uh, for all of your support as of recent as we continue to go down this hype week of E3. I'm not putting the sunglasses back on because these aren't even my sunglasses. They're not even like, I can't see through them. It's great. They're not just not my sunglasses. They're somebody else's and they're prescription sunglasses. So I genuinely cannot see in them. So I'm not going to bother. But hey, there we go. Let's get into new game releases. We're going to start off, Kyle will be surprised, with Guilty Gear. We're actually going to start with Guilty Gear. Wow. I'm never first. We always make Kyle wait. And I thought it'd be nice if we just uh, let Kyle take the lead. As always, if you don't care about Guilty Gear, or uh, you can always go to the timestamps down below. There'll be a Ratchet section if you're just here to hear us talk about Ratchet. Uh, And hey, if you're just here to listen to us talk about Guilty Gear, then congratulations. You don't have to skip anywhere. You can just leave after (laughs) we're done. It's great. So, (laughs) Guilty Gear, Kyle. How much time have you put into it? Um, Good question. Twelve. Probably about ten hours so far. Okay. Cool. It came out on Friday. It was out on Monday for early access. Kyle got it on Friday. Uh, because Correct. just because we're all peasants here we buy uh the peasant editions uh and we're gonna love it so uh for those who are not in the know what is guilty gear and what is guilty gear strive exactly for those people who are not used to fighting games i mean it's just a very basic 1v1 2d fighter you know two people enter one person comes out it's doesn't get any simpler than that mm-hmm. um Rounds are played best of three. 99 second timer. Yeah, small roster. Small roster of like 13 characters to start with. Mm. With They've already announced um, a season pass coming Of course they have. Later. It's a fucking fighting game. Like, genuinely. It'll yeah. have like six fighting... It'll have six season passes. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, small roster is pretty nice. Nice base work to get familiar with. Learn the matchups. And I think it really helps new players not be overwhelmed. If you boot up a game like Smash Bros, for example, where there's like a million characters, people are like, okay, who do I, where do I I even start with this? If you're just buying it, then they'll only give you eight. Oh, oh, right. Smash Bros is dumb, dude. (laughs) I forgot they started with only eight. Don't get me started on that, because it was really dumb as well, because it was literally, like, rolling the fucking dice on what characters unlocked as well. It wasn't even like, oh, it'll unlock in this order, this order, and this order. It was, like, genuinely, it was like, if you don't do World of Light, then good fucking luck to you. Salu, roll the dice, we'll see what happens. And it was really dumb, and I hated it. Um, yeah, I genuinely forgot Smash Bros. started you out with eight characters. To be fair, I, for- yeah, I forgot, but when I got my new Switch in 2020... Um, I forgot to download the cloud save for Smash because I was like, it's Smash, I don't need a fucking cloud save or whatever. And it just gave me the eight <laughs> characters and I'm like, oh no, we don't. We're not doing this. Give me the cloud save. I'm not unlocking all this shit again. Like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible idea. Because it didn't help you with matchups either because you got a new character like every two matches or whatever. So it wasn't even... Yeah. yeah like any like every time I did the classic mode for somebody, it just uh, someone else was ready to go. That's what I did. Which... Yeah. To be fair, it's my favorite the first yeah, few yeah, days doing good. that. My favorite part of that is if you do have the DLC now and you boot it up for the first time, it's the eight characters plus the DLCs. So it's just really funny <laughs> when you look at the roster like that, and it's like, oh yeah, it's eight people. And if you like buy specific ones, you could be like, oh yeah, the roster is the original eight, and then it's a Joker, uh, Byleth, <laughs> Minecraft hero. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> and Banjo and Kazooie. That's your roster for Smash Ultimate. It was like, yeah. 
Anyway, we're not here to talk about Smash. Jack's not here. We're here. That's next week. That's next week when we cry. Um, no, it's <laughs> over Bandana Waddle D. Yeah. So Guilty Gear is available on PC, PS4, right? Is there a, and is PS5. There, is there a PS5 version native? There is PS5. Okay. Awesome. There's a native PS5 version. Um, so how is it? I guess as someone who's not right, I'm I'm dumb dumb when it comes to fighting games. Right? I'm just like eh, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. What is it? Quarter How is circle it? Circle forward, my Quarter well circle forward. Yeah. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Don't keep saying it, dude. That is, that is our fighting games podcast <laughs> that we will do eventually, and I will not be a part of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no. Right. As someone who's a novice to fighting games, all I've heard about Guilty Gear is people have been really excited for this, and usually most fighting games don't cross my roster. Like, don't co- cross my radar, should I say. Uh, cross my roster. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but they don't cross my radar. I don't ever hear about them. But this one hit my radar quite a bit because everyone was talking about uh, the animation style, just the art style in general. The music has been bigged up quite a bit um, from what I've seen on Twitter. And then this, and you're going to excuse me, I'm going to sound like a dumbass, right? Roll back net code or whatever the fuck this yes. is, right? That's like the big thing that I've been hearing about. That has so... been the big selling point of this game. Go on then, tell me all about it. Tell me all about Guilty Gear. Maybe don't start with the rollback netcode, maybe start with visuals and all that jazz and how it feels to play. Maybe let's start right. that way. So, for I'll say this for anybody looking to get this game. If you do, play the tutorial. It will help you out with understanding everything. Even if you're familiar with other fighting games, like, every fighting game is different and has different rules for things, so... Playing the tutorial will give you a good is a very good starting point. I will mm-hmm. say that about any fighting game ever. Um, stylistically, this game is very great. It's very exuberant. It's very like exaggerated in everything. It's it's made by Arc System Works, who also worked on other fighting games. They worked on the Persona Four fighting game. They worked on Dragon Ball Fighters. They worked on the BB uh, Blaze Blue tag battle. They okay. have, they've played. <clears throat> yeah, it is. <laughs> so they specialize in fighting games. Hunter is being back. That's um... basically exclusively what they do, and they went super over the top with their animations in Dragon Ball Fighters, making it basically feel like you're playing the anime yes. of Dragon Ball Z. So they're keeping a lot of kind of the -the over-the-top stylistic stuff from fighters but more geared towards guilty gear okay that wasn't intentional (laughs) yeah that was just words anyways um but yeah the game is like super though (laughs) thank you hunter (laughs) did laugh hunter's just like i laughed (laughs) not actually laughing he was just like i laughed (laughs) (laughs) um but hunter's not allowed to show emotions so obviously Arc System do a lot of mm-hmm. fighting games. Um, they're kind of one of the more prominent uh, developers as of recent, I'd say, in the video mm-hmm. game fighting space. You know, I feel like you'll always sure. have you'll always have your people like Neverrealm, and you'll always have you know those kinds of games like Mortal Kombat, like Street Fighter that still show up. But I think other than mm-hmm. like the main big names in fighting games, Tekken. I'm going to mention Tekken before someone kills me. Um, <laughs> Arc System seems to be doing a lot of the games that people really like 
in the fighting game genre at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, Hunter, you just cannot win, bud. You just cannot no, win. No, no, this sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be a... have dubstep going on in your background. Yeah, genuinely. Um, if you want to, yeah, if we can quick <laughs> Hunter's obviously got all this shenanigans out. At I have least literally... that can't be heard. Stopped. <laughs> They've stopped. They've stopped the dubstep. Like someone's been having a rave, like on another street near me, and I've just been feeling the thuds of the fucking bass for like the past <laughs> two hours, and it's finally stopped at one a.m. Hallelujah. Um, but anyway, Guilty Gear, Arc System, very popular. Um, developer at the moment for fighting games people are very excited Mm -hmm. and it seems to be living up to a lot of people's expectations now Mm -hmm. for someone small brain what is rollback netcode and why is this so important for fighting games in particular and why people praising it as much as they are should i say so the simplest way that i can explain rollback netcode is that it's basically like it's predicting the future so if your character is standing and they've been standing for, like, five seconds. The game says, okay, you're standing. I'm going to predict that you're going to keep standing. And it basically just, like, it anticipates what it thinks you're going to do. So that, okay. and if it doesn't, if you do something different, it can roll it back on you on one player's screen. So that it corrects itself. So that it's basically seamless. It's really hard to, it's... Uh, kind of hard for me to explain. I don't fully understand it myself. There okay. is a really great video made by Core A Gaming, who they talk about more of the specifics on how it works. But if any if any listeners keep up with the Super Smash Bros. community, for example, um, getting Super Smash Bros. Melee online to work that that runs on rollback netcode. Mm-hmm. Okay, but <clears throat> from just playing basically exclusively online there's a story mode i haven't touched that yet i've been playing online oh, so this there, whole there time. is other content then yeah so. there is other content there's right. a whole story mode to play through i haven't touched anything in that yet but the online is seamless it's some of the best online i've ever played and i genuinely can't say enough good about it by yeah. hunter hunter's gone <laughs> for audio listeners bit of a hectic one today but hey yeah <laughs> roll with us uh, <laughs> roll back with us haha badumts haha um but no uh guilty is an interesting one because i'm not into fighting games but i look at it and i'm like hey it's cool and i like the um the art style a lot um mm-hmm. and the, there seems to be a ton of personality with each of the characters like you say there's a small roster and it does feel oh, yeah. like they have really tried to deal like give them all unique vibes and personalities like um even the music is very different oh, yeah. for each character. Each character has basically their own playlist of songs, um, <laughs> which is interesting. The One music, of them has a very the Paramore-esque sound to it. Yeah, It's, it's very so uh, pop good. Uh, Maze theme. Like, it's genuinely just misery business. Cool. Yeah, it is. Um, and there was another song of hers as well that I heard that also sounded very Paramore-y. Um, there was like a, there's a couple of them that uh, I was like, oh yeah, I can see why they went with this. They very much went to straight pop-punk, like Naughty's pop-punk um yeah majority cool. of the soundtrack is like rock or metal but mm-hmm. there's a good variety to kind of showcase all the care all the characters personalities mm-hmm. i'm a, I'm definitely a big fan of the soundtrack and the fact that every character has their own unique vocal soundtrack is just so such a nice touch mm-hmm. oh that's cool yeah welcome, <laughs> welcome back, back hunter, hunter. <laughs> um yeah. you're gonna yeah 
you're gonna have to tell me why i need to edit there by the way just a heads up from hunter i've got an idea actually yeah. I've, I've actually I've written it down i'm fine i'll be good <laughs> i'll write it down cool. i'll be good um so other than online other than story mode um you've mentioned there's a full story mode i assume it's something similar to like um regular fighting game story modes or uh, it's probably just go through i probably should have like done my due diligence ladder. and tried it out but probably but you know <laughs> do people come here for a thorough uh... the online was just so good i didn't want to stop and i mean the main reason you buy a fighting game is for the online let's be real you're not gonna exactly. buy it exactly Oh, like, buying, I'm buying it for the story mode. Like, no, that's not what, that's not what happens. I, I did that for Soul Calibur. Oh, for goodness. I mean, I bought Soul Calibur for the character creator, so I can't judge. Fighting game fans are weird. It's ones. a good character creator, <laughs> Ethan. I believe. Don't you. shake your head. Creator. Mm. Anyway, thought you guys were going to continue talking longer then, so I took a drink. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Awful professionalism on this uh, episode. But no, other than story mode, other than online, is there anything else uh, in the game? Truthfully, not really. Okay, interesting. So, it's a full price game, I assume. It's a full price release. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it worth it, would you say, so far? Uh, coming from a point of bias, yes, I would say it is. Mm-hmm. But for looking at it from anybody new to fighting games looking to get into them i would definitely say wait for it to go on sale arxis games go on sale pretty often but yeah if you're looking if you have been wanting to get into a fighting game but there hasn't been any being released and you're like okay guilty gear this is the hot new thing get it if you want to try it out like this is going to be the hot new fighting game that everyone talks about i think it's already got a spot in evo i could be wrong on this but i think it already does or like side event at evo for this year Mm -hmm. so like this game is definitely going to be the new hotness so i'm sure it will be definitely it's got and it's going to have a long life ahead of it if especially with how good the online is fighting games genuinely live and die by their online and this game is going to just continue to thrive. Yeah. Guilty Gear Thrive. I hate I it. saw that coming as soon as I said it. <laughs> and I did nothing it. to stop it. You should have said it yourself just so you didn't have a chance to. Um, but I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, it does I'm look glad good. I am too. Um, well, you know, most of the time whenever yeah, Kyle Hunter. comes... <laughs> right okay i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let him be in his own little world while we just carry on what i was going to say was it's nice to hear you talking about like a new game that you've liked because for the last couple that we forced you to uh play for the podcast except for miles which you enjoyed it's been like why have you made me do this so it's like hey miles was really fucking good dude yeah it is very good that's a good video game uh yeah insomniac i will say this i will say this one small little nitpick i have with the game is that it's not even to do with the game itself it's to do with some settings so in other arxis games there's a language option where you can toggle what like you can set individual voices to be either english or japanese Mm -hmm. that's just not a thing in this game and i don't know why they wouldn't include it it's either just all english or all japanese You'd assume that's something that they'd probably add in a post-patch at some point. It was probably something it could where... could be. My guess would probably be they were getting close to going gold, and they were just like, what 
what feasibly can we add and what is like it's probably one of those things where it's like yeah i can see them adding that in like a month or two as like a Mm -hmm. as part of a season update or a patch or whatever have you yeah um but yeah we'll see we'll see but no glad to hear you're enjoying it i'm sure you'll talk about it a lot more in the coming weeks and so because oh yeah it's a fighting game and when you start playing a fighting game then that usually ends up being the only thing you end up playing for a while so i've already started tweeting clips well that's that's a good sign (laughs) um on the other end this week we've had so many releases this week um i don't know about you hunter i haven't even touched ff7 i just genuinely haven't touched played for like an i played for like 45 minutes oh just to check the 60 fps mode no of the yuffie stuff (laughs) oh the the yuffie stuff oh okay there isn't ray tracing in ff7 remake very disappointing i'm sure (laughs) or isn't there do you know what ray tracing is, Ethan? No, but the guys at Digital Foundry told me. tracked yeah, yeah. back to the source. The guys at Digital Foundry were like, yeah, guys, there's no ray tracing on this one. Very sad. I'm like, I don't give a shit, to be honest. Although, ray tra- we'll get to that, because there's this other game that came out this week <laughs> called... Uh, I've literally put Rack Ripped on my timestamp sheet. But uh, yeah, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart came out this uh, week, and both myself and Hunter have played it. Hunter, how much have you played of Ratchet? Out of curiosity, uh, hours wise, few hours. I don't know how. Long I know I've played more than you. I've played roughly about eight hours. I only have roughly about seven hours of progress because we'll get into that. But I've played for about eight and a half hours. I think. Um, I'd say maybe like four. Uh, I think I'm like halfway through the game. Probably, I'm probably around the halfway point. Maybe more. Maybe less. I don't know. Um, and just to specify. I have been doing everything, so um, every collectible that showed up, I've gone and got them as much as I can. I've been literally 100% in each planet and moving on. Um, So, there you go, just in case you're wondering, uh, just in case people are like, hang on, people have finished it in six hours. I'm like, yeah, I actually fuck it. I'm doing all the shit. People have finished it in six hours. I'm also... the shit? Aren't you a speedrunner? I should also specify... Aren't you supposed to be fast at This is also also unusual for me. I'm playing this game on the hardest difficulty as well. I am playing on the hard mode. And it's not that hard, but it's it's actually a fun (laughs) challenge. Um, it's like, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like, it's it's not like peaking and I instantly die, but no, if you want an actual challenge, definitely put it on the hardest difficulty. That's my first recommendation for this game because the game seems easy on any other difficulty because I'm not dying that much on the hardest mode, but there are times like in the challenge arenas where I'm like, oh shit, I have to actually think, think about this for a second. Like, oh, I need to strategize. That's interesting, because usually in a Ratchet and Clank game, you just you can close your eyes and just fucking point forward and just hold R, spam R two, and go, "I'm winning, guys." I think I'm near I the end. The, uh, I have the shotgun like fully upgraded, and the last boss I encountered, I just pointed that and it died. <laughs> it died. Yeah. I ran out of ammo. <laughs> no, that yeah, that's, so, that, that's definitely that. something that can happen. But no, I definitely would recommend if you are playing this game and you've played a Ratchet and Clank game before, put it on hard mode. Also, recommendation I gave it to Hunter playing performance rt mode that is the way to play the game um because it's 60 fps and it has cal's favorite buzzword ray tracing um it's just a buzzword to me yeah i don't know what it means it's uh, we'll, it's we'll like get teraflops. It, we'll, yeah, we'll get into ray tracing I, I understand ray tracing more than i understand teraflops dude i still don't know what fucking teraflops mean like People are like, oh yeah, PS4 was one teraflop, the PS5's like 10.8 or whatever teraflops, and I'm like, oh, 10 times, and I'm like, no, that's not how teraflops work. 
I think I've told you guys this. I thought teraflops was just like a fake word made people yeah, made Yeah, that up. Phil Spencer made, dude. Yeah, it was a fake yeah. word that Phil Spencer made to sell Xboxes, guys. That's what. Not a... like an actual term. Yeah, it's an actual you term, but it's like. I never knew certain. what it meant, but you know. It's arbitrary as shit, but anyway, I digress. Um, play it on Fidelity RT because the R- they perform. Sorry, yeah, performance RT, not Fidelity RT. Performance RT because. 160 fps is really great um i've said this before i hope this is the standard now i hope every game that we get like this gets a 60 fps option from the get-go that isn't 4k because if if those are the trade-offs if we if it's like oh do you want to play at a decent frame rate instead of playing it in shiny 4k i'm like yeah just give me the frame rate um but yeah man i'll throw it to you hunter first what are your initial impressions of uh, ratchet and clank rift apart Oh, I've been having a lot of fun with it so far. You know, it's, it's really good. <laughs> I yeah. hate like 2016 Ratchet and Clank. I know a lot of people have a lot of mixed opinions on that video game. My opinion is that it was good, but it wasn't great. It's probably the worst mainline Ratchet and Clank game in my opinion, from a gameplay perspective because the gameplay isn't that great, but mainly from story perspective because you just get shitty cutscenes, movie cutscenes, and terrible writing. The writing in this game is fucking phenomenal. Ratchet and Clank is back. It is like, it is, this doesn't (laughs) feel cheap like the the remake did. It genuinely feels like, there is a line by Dr. Nefarious. I don't know if you picked up on it, Hunter, but it's at the start of the boss battle where basically Nefarious is, the whole story behind Rift Apart, Kyle, is uh, Clank has rebuilt uh, a device called the Dimensionator, which is from... uh, a game which is from tools of destruction which is basically it's a device that lets people go between dimensions and that's why the lombaxes don't exist ratchet is the last lombax because all the lombaxes move to a different dimension to hide from a group of uh, basically a, a race that was trying to exterminate all lombaxes um clank's rebuilt that now and is basically giving it to ratchet as a gift to say you've helped me so much it's time for you to go and find your um race basically go find your family and before he has a chance, Nefarious shows up and he's like, ha, mine now. We're going to go to a dimension where <laughs> I always win because I'm sick of losing to you guys. Oh my god. Um, Dude, why didn't Cortex think to do that? It's a great idea. Um, but yeah. there's there's a cutscene, like basically he's hide goons, they fail to kill Ratchet, and a load of shit's oh, gone and wrong. Oh, he's just talking yeah. to them? And the dimensions, are, yeah, the dimensions, <laughs> the dimensions are just collapsing and everything. And before there's a boss fight, it's the first boss fight of the game, there's a line where uh, <laughs> fucking nefarious is sick of like losing and shit like that and he says this is why i shouldn't have given my assistant paid paternity leave and it made me fucking <laughs> yeah, I die like i honestly so cried the fact that he like as a, a villain so progressive <laughs> like, just, like, like just like the most progressive thing for nefarious to ever say it was like I, this is why i shouldn't have given my assistant paid paternity leave. i was literally crying the the script the writing in this game for a Ratchet and Clank game is phenomenal. And I remember hearing early impressions of this game where people were like, oh, I actually cared about the characters and the story in this. Because most platformers, you don't really give a shit. It's like Crash 4, right? Story's fine, but you're just laughing. And you're going, ha, ah, Cortex, you scamp. You don't care. You're not invested. You're not like, oh, I wonder if Cortex is actually good, guys. I hope he doesn't turn on us again. I hope he doesn't turn on us. Yeah, again. exactly. Whereas this story, like... Ratchet and Clank and Rivet have so much personality and character in this game that I am genuinely engaged where I'm like, oh, I do wonder where this story is going. Like, not in a way where yeah, I'm like, like oh, I'm just going to be shot. To be and it's got to be said 
that Jennifer Hale as Rivet is fucking... Inc- I really love this performance. Like, I hate to jump on that train. I, I hate to be like, everyone was horny on Rivet for day one, right? Before, like, literally, as soon as they saw on E3, there were already people that had changed yeah, yeah. their profile pictures who were already standing. Dude. They were already like, this is my theory waifu now. And I'm like, okay, no. But actually getting into the game, I fucking... But I really Jennifer like her character. is good at, like, everything she does. So, I can't yeah, believe I'm... I, like, I'm saying this. I'm like, I'm gonna be mad when this game's over and we're just back to Ratchet and Clank because I kind of like the Rivet and Clank dynamic where I'm like, <laughs> if Ratchet died, I could get used to this. I genuinely could get used to Rivet being the main uh, character in this series. I can't series. remember the line that Clank said. To, uh, oh, right. It was like, let's go kill or kick some robots butt or something and clank was like i have many problems with that statement <laughs> but yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hon- yeah honestly yeah there are, there are so there are so many good lines um and it's, it's like the psychic guy there's this psychic as well who's also really oh, well yeah, written Gary. who's like a hippie yeah he's like a hippie psychic and he's called gary and it just and honestly it just made me laugh so hard because he was like talking about it's like do- imagine like a doctor strange kind of like uh reality where everything's like bending and everything he's like and he's like oh like he's in his like namaste peace form and he's like a fucking glowing aura around him and everything and he's like my name's gary and i just fucking pissed myself <laughs> laughing because it was just like <laughs> out of nowhere i just yeah. laughed so hard but no story writing so fucking well done um and what's also so well done is this game i hate like I feel like for a while everyone's been saying, "Oh, Ratchet's the game where we'll be like, oh, next gen's here." And looking at it, man, I'm just like, "Fuck! How is this possible?" Like, it looks so damn good. Like, it's not bait. Those trailers weren't bait. It looks better than it did a year ago when we first saw it. The rave started up again. Fuck. But no, it looks <laughs> great. It's Club Nefarious. It is Club Nefarious, dude. Um. I don't know about you, Hunter, but when I saw the game, like, running in action, I was just, like, blown away. I'm like, damn, this game actually fucking looks incredible. Like, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, it looks real nice. I enjoy it quite a bit as far as that going. I I liked the, uh, like, even on just the loading screen, I was like, when I switched it over, I was like, wow. You can really tell the difference. It was really fluid. Uh, And honestly, the first 15 minutes of this game are like a joy it is like an uncharted level set piece in a ratchet and clank game and it is brilliant where it's like you start off and you're like With there's better gameplay too yeah there's this like <laughs> there's there's this ceremony kind of where you've got ratchet basically they're at like this ceremony and you're doing stuff you're going from float to float and eventually goons for less who are thugs for less but they've rebranded for some reason um which they make a joke about they are they do say are they rebranded i'm like why did they (laughs) rebrand like you can't just say they rebranded as if that's the joke i'm like what's the fucking joke behind it (laughs) anyway um but no so when nefarious finally shows up he destroys a load of the blimp and he's like all the all of the the kind of floats are like separating and they're breaking apart and they're just and literally and you're doing grind rails between the broken floats as it's flying through the city and it's like fucking incredible and it it's doing the it's doing the final fantasy transitions it's doing the uncharted transitions <laughs> where it's doing the thing where it's just like in and out of gameplay cutscenes with smooth like no cuts whatever you can't tell that there's any difference in quality or whatever there's no oh this is where the cutscene starts the cutscene this is where the gameplay starts it literally is just going between them all the time and it's just like yeah it's crazy and 
there is no loading in this game. There is genuinely no loading in this video game. You swapped between planets and you literally you'll just have like them fly up in a ship. And if you if you're playing planets are split between Ratchet and Rivet in this game. Um mm-hmm. And if you're if you're switching characters, you'll just hear like one of them say, "Oh, I wonder how Ratchet's doing," or "Hey, oh, I hope Rivet's holding up." And then literally, it'll just go black screen straight away, moves to a planet. You see the planet, and you're just in it straight away. Um, yeah. It's kind of like mind blowing. And the rift thing, I thought it'd be like, "Oh, yeah," it's, I be, I thought it'd be like, yeah, "It's gimmicky or whatever," but it is kind of cool when you see that original trailer that where they're hopping through portal after portal after portal and you're like oh yeah they've they've just made that for the trailer or whatever and that is a gameplay section that's right at the start of the game and it works better (laughs) than it did in that trailer like people are like oh i can see stutters in the trailer or i can see how they're like there's lag going between things now it's literally just going like literally just falling through dimensions like it's just fucking eye candy and they're just like yeah maybe that's a real planet that you'll come to later maybe it's just a little bit that we added for shits and giggles we're just gonna load (laughs) it flare yeah yeah it's really damn impressive um and the gameplay is just great. It, it, oh, it's really well done. Um, the weapon variety is so damn good as well. Um, oh yeah. Mr. I've always hated Mister Zircon, right? I've always hated Mister Zircon as a weapon. I think I brought this up on like he's the most useless weapon of all time. Where you just throw him out and he's like, Mister Zircon is ready him. to kill. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> he's funny. I liked him. He's a funny guy, right? He's a he's like he he makes some funny jokes and his family come out um we'll get to zircon in a minute um <laughs> but you know as a weapon he was always shit because he just literally fired a couple of bullets and he never seemed to kill anything at least for me unless it was like little grunts he'd never kill anything uh his equivalent in this game is called mr fungi which i love is a great little pun because he it's is literally great, just a little mushroom but he just makes little quips as well but he's like a better mr zircon because he actually fucking rocks he just kills everything dude like honestly yeah he was doing some work when i threw he him destroys out. He's great. Um, <laughs> you mentioned the shotgun, which is really oh, cool. Yeah. How you can fire one barrel if you half press the trigger, and then if you full press it, it fires both of them at the same time. But takes longer to reload. That's kind of cool. Um, I've I found myself just kind of double pressing the one the single fire for some reason. Oh, and I can't explain why. <laughs> I've been doing that instead of pushing it all the way, but I've been doing that. Mm, there's some cool stuff with the adaptive trees. There's also some really dumb shit, like uh, the grenade glove. If you hold it down halfway, it'll do like the aiming oh, reticle yeah, that it used to do with L2, which you can still do with L2. So if you're like me and you're still using L2, that's completely fucking pointless, and you just mash the R2 button anyway. Uh, so that's a bit dumb, but uh, there's some cool weapons. Um, man, I just love this game, like genuinely. Um, the topiary sprinkler the topiary sprinkler is fucking hilarious (laughs) you just throw it down and it waters them and then they just turn into a topiary shrub and they're just frozen for a bit so you can just fire at them for a couple of seconds and then they'll uh there's some funny quips as well like you'll like i heard someone scream i don't want to be a topiary like literally and it was just so funny um uh, but yeah, I and mean, also speaking of the Zircons are still in the game. One of the, like all three Zircons are in the game, and I love the way each Miss Zircon is the v- weapon vendor in this game, which I think is quite funny. Uh, so she'll say stuff. <laughs> Mister Zircon is now in the new d- dimension. Is a pacifist who runs a bar, uh, which I think is the most <laughs> hilarious thing ever. Where you just literally take Mr. Zircon, who is like, <laughs> and he's just like, there's that great line where um, 
Rivet and oh, what's his name? Pierre, is it? Rusty Pete's equivalent yeah, in the new universe, who's called uh, Pierre, uh, who is just a French pirate. They're like beefing with each other and they're gonna fight. And Mr. Zircon's just like taken outside. I just thought that was hilarious. Like And then you've got Zircon Jr. So yeah. And then you've got Zircon Jr., who is voiced uh by uh, It certainly sounds like Richard Horvitz. It is Richard Horvitz, yeah. Okay. And he not only does the previews to uh the weapons in the vending machine, but he also does the Delightful. We- He's like an actual dream and it like <laughs> He doesn't phone anything in. Like, if you want, like, honestly, if you want to hear, like, the worst, best performance ever, like, honestly, like, he's screaming his lines and he's just, like, going all in on them. And I love it. But he's also, not only does he do those, he also uh, does the commentary for the arena battles in this game, um, which is hilarious, where he'll just start screaming at you and stuff like that. Man, Richard Horvitz is great. But no, man, there's so much in this game that's cool. Um, one bit i'm not going to talk about it too much because i know hunter has um not got to this planet yet but there is a planet where uh later on in the game that uses the ssd where you switch between two versions of the same planet back and forth instantly you like hit a rock and it'll transport you to the oh. other version of the planet and you can swap between oh, them at will fun. by hitting things and there's no cheats they're both loaded in full at each time so literally, it just takes a second, and the next map's loaded, and you just swap between them constantly to solve puzzles and stuff like that, which I thought was a really cool little mechanic as well. But ah, man, it's just wow, it's damn good. Um, have you have you had any problems with the game, Hunter, so far? Uh, not like anything major. The little mini games that they've had you do with like the little the little mm-hmm. robot. In oh, the, um, in the glitch. Today one. Yeah. Yeah. The little mini game there I could have done without it just I was like yeah. There's a couple more it, of it them, like, I think as well in the game. It wasn't so. like experience ruining or it's not like as dumb as the Spider Man mini games by any stretch mm. of the imagination, but <laughs> I didn't enjoy it that you much. You can also skip them, I believe. You can just press the pause button oh, and skip cool. them if you would like to. But yeah, they're a bit and of a weird one. The clank puzzles I could also do with that. I like the clank puzzles, but that's also because I liked the clank puzzles in a crack in time. So I'm like, I like those puzzles. I can see why people wouldn't. And I'm glad that there's an option for, like, especially for speedruns to just be like, nah, back out, fucking skip. Like, I'm glad that's a thing because it would get a bit ludicrous on multiple playthroughs having to do the same slow burn kind of puzzles. But yeah. My only other problem with this game is that it bricked my console for a little bit. That was my only other problem yeah that's a big problem <laughs> yeah um <laughs> there's a there's a section of the game where you have hover boots and there's like a race where you race across a area where the floor is kind of generating in front of you and you've got to kind of zoom across as quickly as possible without falling off and i did fall off i was too quick uh for the falling floor and i fell through an area where i don't think i was supposed to fall uh and the game just black screened and it never came back and I tried to close application and it was stuck on closing app for five minutes and it never closed. So then I had to turn my PlayStation off and then it was just flashing white and like, it was doing the blinking that it does when it turns off a console. It was doing that for five minutes as well. So then I had to hard turn it off by holding the PlayStation button for like 30 seconds. Then when I turned it on, I had to repair my hard drive and it corrupted my save. And it was a great fun time. 
Uh, I lost. I'm trying to imagine progress. what would have happened if Bastion crashed any time I fell off the floor in that game. Because Bastion's half of its aesthetic is just the fact that the floor around you comes up as you walk. Yeah, I don't. Right. <laughs> I think this. I honestly think that this is like. I don't think this is like because of the PS5 or the PS5 being bought or whatever. I genuinely think it was a soft lock where it's one of those things like you know when you play an old PS1 game and you die out of brow or a ps2 game it's like in twin sanity when you die out of bounds and it crashes the game because the game doesn't know what to do because it's not used to it's not programmed to have you die there um i think it was that but because the ps5 has no way to go oh that the game's crashed uh, without it if it doesn't get a blue screen of an error occurred and the game just crashes like that and it kind of just soft locks your console the game doesn't know what the console doesn't know what to do and when you try and close up it can't close the app because the fucking thing's crashed and it won't successfully close. So I just think it was a problem with how the game detect, how the console detects uh, hard locks, I guess. Um, but no, it was a very it's weird experience. You managed to go out of bounds and come back just. Fine. I've managed to go out of <laughs> bounds so many times in this game. No, <laughs> but that's oh, my fault because tech. yeah, I've just been pissing about like. Uh, I just keep seeing that there's invisible walls, and I'm like, well, invisible walls are made to be climbed. Like, you climb invisible walls. That's what they do. <laughs> they give you, like, this... You get the rift tether, and you get, like, this glo- this gaunt that lets you do phase dashes, which um, essentially let you... They, they give you invincibility, but they also allow you to move um, verti- horizontally, I guess, through different areas and through different things. But what I don't think they realized they could do was, for a lot of invisible walls, they'll have it, so that it only goes high enough where it's like, oh, if you wall bounce off it, you can actually get to the height of the, above the invisible wall. But there's no way for you to get over it because you've just double jumped away from it because you wall jumped away from it. No, with the phase dash, you could then just phase the other way and uh, get on top of a lot of walls. And I've done it quite a bit. Um, uh, I've got a photo on Twitter of Rivet on top of a mountain that you're not supposed to get on top of. And I'm just like chilling, just being like, yeah, let's go. Um, and I've been doing like, there's been a couple of places where I've been able to do that. Um, but this was the only time that I accidentally went out of bounds and I hard locked, which I thought was hilarious. Um, so I guess be careful, be slow on that section, I guess, cause it's happened to other people. But other than that, that's my only fault with it so far. Um, yeah, I guess that's my only fault that I have with it is maybe you might hard lock your console if you're too quick, but I'm also only halfway <laughs> through the game. So yeah. Is it worth it, Hunter? That's the question I'll throw to you, I guess. The new name of our reviews. I would imagine that by the time I'm done with it, I will think so. I've been enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I've got to write the review for this one, so it'll be interesting. Um, I have to write it so Hunter doesn't have to go and talk about E3 or 2020 again. If I have again. to talk about, if I have to talk about the PlayStation Five reveal in 2020 again, I'm going to rip my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun, dude. You love it, um, but no, I think it'll be worth it. It's it's an. It, I think I think it's worth it. Um, it just depends. Maybe if you're not in, if you, maybe if you aren't inclined to spend seventy dollars on like a fifteen hour game, then maybe wait a bit. But um, if you're if you just want to play a next gen game, then yeah, I feel like this is the start of next gen, and I feel like it was going to be the only next gen game for a long time. Now that Horizon and uh god of war are gonna be cross-gen they'll still look great and still be great on ps5 but i feel like this is the first and last <laughs> example of sony <laughs> studios doing something exclusively for 
uh, PlayStation Five that isn't Housemark, obviously, but Housemark <laughs> uh, are on their own. But no, that's all I have to say about Rack. Um, and that's it, I guess. What what do we have to talk about now? It's anyone's game. Has anyone got anything that we can bring up? Because <laughs> we're forty five minutes in, and that's it. Oh shoot! Yeah, we're really. Oh, Fuck it, call it. Oh, an episode. I can't. I can't wait till games come out. Then we can actually talk about things. This I mean, is the yeah. shortest amount of time we've talked for. <laughs> <laughs> for Join us at the end of episodes. June for our next double episode where we talk about Scarlet Nexus and Mario Golf, and that'll be twenty yeah. minutes long. Um, can't wait. Do you want to very quickly talk about your very brief impressions of Final Fantasy with them, real quick? Because you did say you played like an hour of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, it was closer to like forty-five minutes, but. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so far, I've been enjoying, or I liked what they were doing. I, in the original version, never cared about Yuffie. Mm-hmm. She was kind of dumb. And I can understand <laughs> that they didn't put much effort into her. Perhaps hey, because she was a completely optional party member. But wow. on the other hand, Vincent was really cool, so it's fun. Vampire to with about. a shotgun. Hell yeah. <laughs> but God, and, I can't wait for Vincent in remake. He's no, going to be, be so, so cool. It'll be so cool. But in the first minute or so, they managed to get me to like Yuffie. So the remake is continuing the trend of taking characters I didn't really care for and making me enjoy them. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, aside from that, you know, her playstyle is cool. Like, it feels different enough from everyone else. I quite enjoy it. Like, <laughs> her little throwing star you got the close-up thing, and then you can, like, throw it at enemies, and then you can do, like, this weird magic. And I think you have a ability that will elementize that anytime that your throwing star is still out. You can call it back to you whenever you feel like. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, can you can you play as her other party member? You can't. Like haven't, the got other... to, haven't got to them yet. Okay. <clears throat> But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I haven't been following integrated stuff, so uh, I don't no. know what is and isn't there. You can't. So I was gonna ask, but if you haven't come up across him yet, then I guess we can't ask about it because you genuinely are. It's you just play as Yuffie. You do not play as a, uh, whatever his name is. It is Sonan, I believe, was his name. I believe you can command him. So I believe you can press like R two or L two when he's got his bars, his ATB gauges filled, okay. and you can tell him what to do. But I don't think you don't have manual control over him. Like you do the other mm-hmm. characters. That's a bummer, but... um, I think it's a hundred percent because he's got this some is sweet moves. Yeah. I think this is a hundred percent. Yeah, he's a... not gonna stay in yeah. part two, so <laughs> this it makes probably sense. Probably gonna die. It's probably yeah. <laughs> this is this is like a stop. Like this is like a half stop where they were like, oh, we've programmed Yuffie for remake part two. Now we can do something with her uh, before we yeah. add her in in the next part. So that's my uh, whole thing. Um, have you been playing in? Which mode have you been playing in? Have you been playing in 60 FPS or have you been playing in 4K? Whatever. This is why Hunter says he doesn't know oh. and then we smack him. Yeah, I'll be honest, <laughs> I don't know. Ray tracing. What, Ray whatever tracing. it came, whatever it, whatever it was set on when I started is what it's doing. Okay. So Cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to smack you, Hunter, because I would do the same thing. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, you, like, would I'm you shit? Whatever makes it work. Would you shit? You telling me that you're gonna? Yeah, okay, Kyle. Okay, I believe you. I believe what? that if you booted up Kingdom Hearts Four and it ran at 30 FPS and played like Ash, you wouldn't go. Oh yes, this. I'll just keep it as this, and you wouldn't go into the menu and go. Where's the 60 FPS toggle? Give. I do not believe. Ethan, I don't you. notice this kind of stuff. You do, but you just don't admit it because everyone will go. Oh. 0.2 fragmentary passage runs like ass and i'm like yes it does because it's a shitty frame rate problem that's the Don't thing no never played it nah <laughs> you all know it you just refuse because to believe it's it. a tech demo yeah okay i believe you namora okay but no um, a tech demo that's a part of the timeline but no, thank I get- you namora <laughs> you crazy crazy man i guess we can talk about what the enhancements were for remake integrate because i do know those i did look up what the differences were um one mode is full-on 4k 30 fps they've added like fog effects and shadows and they've redone the lighting system and stuff like that one thing i really liked to look of is i saw someone showed what the new night market looks like at night time yeah clouds new door looks pretty hot dude it looks like it wasn't born (laughs) in the ps2 era it's pretty cool um the fact that square posted a picture of the door comparison on their twitter mm-hmm. my favorite part is how di- yeah, my favorite part is how digital foundry brought it up and they were like yeah this isn't the power of ps5 this this is literally just an issue with the ps4 they can't be the a ps the ps4 version they just can't be bothered to patch from the looks of it because it's just the fire they just it basically what the problem is is it's loading the fucking asset from what you're supposed to look at it from a distance like it's it's loading in the low mm-hmm. polygon version which is supposed to be replaced with a high asset version it just never replaces it and it's like the higher <laughs> version is in the game they could patch it but they just haven't they just fixed it on the ps5 um of course That's they have because it's fucking square enix um way to go square but yeah um it's 4k 30 they've added a whole new they've done all the detail work you've got like assets don't look like ass anymore they fixed a lot of the skyboxes from the looks of it which i'm glad because the skyboxes were shit and remake no one can argue that those skyboxes weren't awful it was like um, the character models were siphoning the power from the sky genuinely, so the sky yeah, really genuinely, <laughs> genuinely i love ruining i re- i love ruining sector seven for everybody by going yeah you you're enjoying sector seven well look at the skybox as you're moving around and then they're like oh god you've ruined this whole area for me because it looks like ass and it just doesn't move and i'm like yeah it does isn't it's a it good f- thing half the game takes place in a factory yeah i really <laughs> i yeah i really well i mean in part two, they won't have to do a big city again with big city skyboxes like that. Um, so hopefully the skyboxes will be better in part two. But man, were they shit. They're, they're better now. And then there's a performance mode, which is 60 FPS, some bollocks resolution that no one cares about because 60 FPS, really. Um, <laughs> but it, it still has all the volumetric lighting and stuff like that. There's no ray tracing, but it's at 60 FPS. Just lowered resolution. Tragic. Yeah, truly tragic. No ray trace reflections. I didn't even talk about the ray trace reflections for Rift Apart. They're all right. They're pretty cool. Oh yeah, Clank is shiny. Clank is shiny. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, the big... oh man, ray traced Cloud's Buster Sword. It'd be so shiny. Oh, the thing about um... dude, ray traced materia. Yeah, the thing with the one thing that where I was like, oh, ray tracing's a... yeah. The one thing where I was like, oh, that's ray tracing was. Uh, with Doctor Nefarious, he has this—he has a ship that's in the shape of his fucking domed head, his fucking green domed head. 
Um, of course he does. And there's a cutscene where he's talking through the dome. Like, you can still see the dome. And you could actually... The, I was like, oh, you can see the fucking cars on the reflection, like, in the behind the... Like, where behind the camera flying past. And you could see, like, the part, the skyline. I was like, oh, that's what ray tracing's supposed to be for. It's supposed to make it look like it's immersive instead of... I'm like, oh. And I was like, okay, cool. Whatever. Back to whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's cool looking. It's basically just... It tracks where the light source would be in the world and like adjusts it so it bounces like the way it should people bounce. have mentioned that like the last of us 2 shouldn't have a ray tracing thing because a lot of the lighting in the last of us is unnatural because <laughs> things are lit where they shouldn't be mm-hmm. in the world just yeah. so you can see so yeah it is yeah. but no ray tracing's decent no ray tracing in remake no nothing in remake uh, my favorite part was the installation process for remake, which was a fucking nightmare. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! The, the process of getting the PlayStation Five upgrade was the most convoluted and annoying thing. And the thing is, I've done these upgrades before for Watch Dogs. It was fucking piss because literally, you insert the PS4 disc, and there's literally a big button next to play that says PS5 upgrade free, and then I clicked that and downloaded it. With Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrated, one, it didn't like that I already had the PS4 version installed. It was acting as if I didn't have, like, I didn't own it. Um, and then it was <laughs> acting like the PS Plus version was my version where I had a disc. So I had to uninstall it. And then I put in the installation disc. That didn't work because it started installing the PS4 version again. So I had to uninstall it again and then fucking inject that. Then put the play disc in, the one that doesn't have any data on it. Then, after that, I could click, go to the PlayStation Store, type in Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrated, and find the PS5 upgrade, click free, and then that did it. That's what did it. Also, have I lagged out? Hello? Uh, I don't think so. I can see you. Okay. Hello? Sound good. Kyle looks a bit laggy. Did Kyle lag out? Did he? Kyle, move. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's, he's stuttering, but it's fine. Oh, it's, it is choppy. It's choppy, but it's fine. We'll live with it. But no. Yeah, I've got one bar on my Discord, so. Oh, no. It's fine. We're living with it. Oh, uh. At the. Towards the tail end of my play session with the Yuffie thing, mm-hmm. they introduced the mini game of the little intermission. Oh, fuck. Which. Yeah. The. It it's looks like, is it like a tower defense or something? It looked like uh, it was some kind of weird fucking... It's it's sort of, because you're defending your own and trying to... Uh, Fort Condor from the original game has been reworked to be this board game that you play against other people. So they've like taken this weird concept from fi- the original Final Fantasy VII that was this really slow-paced strategy thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and turned it into a board game that functions like tetra master from nine where it seems like you can just go challenge well the rules are more understandable in this at least i don't know what half the cards did in final fantasy nine's card game Hmm. but where you can just like go challenge whoever you feel like yeah i'm not looking like triple triads on well yeah like final fantasy i remember yeah which is that's just the card game from nine but eight did it <laughs> yeah i remember eight did hearing... it better <laughs> i don't know i haven't played eight yet i remember really hearing should. that someone yes yeah, someone was it's like game, oh, guys. God, right someone was like mentioned that there was a mini game and in intermission and i was just like i'm not even gonna read it because i'm gonna be pissed before i even fucking play the video game because i'm like i hate these shitty fucking <laughs> mini games like 
the only mini game that i'll accept is the fucking aerobics mini game from original final fantasy 7 where you have to do pull-ups and shit i'll take that that was great <laughs> oh the one where he does squats yeah, yeah. mainly because yeah and you did pull-ups with tifa mainly because you got like this fucking sick like 80s kind of gym version of the fucking uh no, you battlefield dirt the darts was all right. It was a bit shit, though, because as soon as you knew what you were doing, it was, like, kind of arbitrary. But no, I'm looking forward to playing uh, Integrate. I'm right, looking forward to it. I'll probably get around to it next week. Probably. We'll see. Because I'll probably have Ratchet done by, like, tomorrow or the day after because of how much I've been playing it. Oh, no, we got, we've got to fucking watch for Bethesda tomorrow. I take it back. Yeah, I'll we have to watch tomorrow. things tomorrow. Very cringe. Yesterday. Um, <laughs> just like yesterday yeah, very cringe just like this fucking discord connection right now i feel like should i hop what the server happening? real quick should i hop the server nah it's fine Will it's coming call? nah we're fine the episode's almost nah, it's over fine. we can wrap it up if you want we can have an early end we can have like an hour episode it's like 37 and a half minutes uh, 57 and a half minutes we can just like wrap it up if you want uh and say hey I don't think the reason anything that else no, I think we're good. The main reason is short episode because E3 and reviewers are going up like crazy. So you'll have plenty of content from us this week. So we do apologize for the shorter episode. But if you want more from us, you can head on over to the YouTube where we'll be posting all week. So you're all good. With that, though, uh, yeah, I think we're good. It's a very short episode. But hey, there you go. Short and sweet. No two hours. We'll live. Uh, as always, all links are on screen. Now you can go and follow us on Twitter or YouTube. You get all the socials. Go and find us. Links are always in the description as well, if you care for them. Um, as always, uh, you can go and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to both of our YouTube channels. And if you want to, head to the link tree down below where you can find us on all your favorite podcast services, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, any s- reviews and feedback, great to hear them. Leave them in the comments or at us on Twitter at Only. That'd be great. But now with that, that has been our show. Thank you ever so much for listening or watching. Uh, we'll be back uh, f- for plenty this week, but for the regular podcast, we'll be back <laughs> next week for more. But until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Tootie.